each year they call they busted the land after the winter season and they would take a plow with a turning plow and go and stir up all the ground you know to loosen it and then after that settled a while then we would lay off rows for the planting of the cotton and the peanuts and the corn so laying off rows was where you go out to the field and then you plow the seed rows that they're going to be the seed rows you know long rows well of course now with their tractors you know and their gps and everything they just grind in a you know a, a ordinance and coordinates and the tractor goes and makes straight rows of back and forth you know for a mile well we didn't have that of course but the way we laid off rows is that we would put a stake at the other end of the field with a rag on it a white rag and then when we started off at the other end with the mule and the plow, we would keep that flag between the mule's ears, you know, we would plow it, and then turn around and do the same thing coming back the other way. The old red and old black's ears were our GPS. <laughs> <laughs> During the plowing time, particularly after the laying off the rows, we would plant. Well, what you do first, there was a distributor uh, plow, and a uh, planter plow. Well, the distributor plow was to put fertilizer along in the row where you were going to put the seeds, and this fertilizer plow was a wooden hopper, and then the mule pulling it, there was a little rig that had a knocker on it, and it would bump the sides of the uh, guiana, we called it, box, to keep the guiana from clogging up in the chutes, you know, to keep it going. And then after we put the uh, fertilizer down the row, then we would run the planter plow. The planter had a uh, metal uh, tank on it, and you put the seeds in there, and then it's sort of like a seed spreader. You, you could uh, adjust the, how much seed would come out when it was going, you know. Well, well, when Pa would be doing that, running the uh, fertilizer and the planting the seeds, I would stay at the end of the row, to reload the, um, whether it was the fertilizer box or the planter box, reload those whenever he came back, you know, to make another run. Well, I would lie down on a, um, a, a burlap bag or something at the end of the field waiting for him to come back, and I would dream about, I'd look out across the field there, and at the back end of our farm down there was some woods and a little pond, well, I'd read these agricultural magazines about having these farm ponds, you know, and having fish and everything. So I <coughs> lie there and dream, imagining that one day I'm going to have a fish pond back there at the end of this, you know. And all of this at that time, I was aspiring to go to Abraham Ballard College, which was an agricultural college at Tifton, Georgia, in South Georgia, where farm folks went to know for education. So that was going to be my, well, of course, I wound up going to Georgia Tech and never did go to Abraham Ball. But Abraham Ballin reminds me of another little thing about when I graduated from high school, senior class, 33 people in my senior class, uh, it's a June night in the school auditorium with a long black graduation gown, no air conditioning, uh, 100 degrees that day. Well, the president of Abraham Baldwin College was our speaker, and he must have talked for an hour. He preached for an hour. I mean, we thought that we would never get out of there, you know, and we were sweating, you know, in our gowns or whatever. But that was Abraham Baldwin College. Uh, the red pickup truck I uh, mentioned uh, 
what we didn't have any uh, auto vehicle until we had mule and wagon. And so in 1936, Pa bought a new red Chevrolet pickup truck. And he had one of the few vehicles in the whole area where we lived. We called our area Parker Town because so many Parkers, these, these uh, three brothers and married the three sisters, and then they also had some other brothers that the Parkers that had farms all around. So it was Parker Town and Parker School, you know. But anyway, uh, Pa, having the only vehicle, he was gone most of the time hauling people somewhere or another, hauling seed or fertilizer or moving people from here to there or whatever, you know. And, and he'd get home late at night, you know, after being off with his on his truck. But the two things with that truck, I remember one was that he was moving some people down to— uh, Quincy, Florida, which is on the way toward Tallahassee from uh, Donaldsonville. And so uh, he had this pickup truck piled all the way up and then had a mattress on top of all the stuff. Well, this boy of that family and I rode on top of that mattress, no seat belts or anything in those days, you know, to move them to wherever it was down there. Well, we stopped at some filling gas station along the way and went to the got some gas and went to the toilet well uh this fellow and i we came out and the truck was gone and so pa you know because we were out rode on the back up on the mattress you know well i guess didn't even occur to him you know because we weren't inside with them you know well he got on down the road a piece and i don't know how it was it it finally dawned on him to check on it but anyway he came back and got us <laughs> we were at that gas station you know they left us there well the other time he was hauling this two old folks uh up to lumpkin georgia and uh, of course with a tr pickup truck there's only three people who can sit in the cab, you know. So Norman, I, and Ellen, every time we went in there, where we rode in the back of the truck, and Gag and Paul, well, Gag and Paul and Ellen were in the cab, and Norman and I were back in the truck. But anyway, we were going up the road up to Lumpkin, Georgia, and this old, old lady, she dipped snuff, and so she'd spit every now and then. Well, this one time I stuck my head out around the cab to look up the way, and at that time she spit a load of snuff out and hit me in the face. <laughs> well, and another time we had been over to see my aunt, Lone Aunt Gaggy's sister in Bainbridge, and we were coming home late at night, and Norman and I were in the back of the truck at night, and uh, we were chewing cane, I mentioned before, and I had had a stalk of cane, which was broken and all but I threw it out and lo and behold I could see from the light in the back it went out and there was some person walking along the road and it wrapped around his neck but of course we were still moving so I never did know <laughs> anyway another memory <laughs>